We do have a show coming up at SAC Comedy Lab in Orlando, Florida, that's and that's going to be on June 2nd. That's Thursday, June 2nd at 10.15. If you're loving what we're doing here on the podcast, keep listening to the podcast, but then also make sure you go ahead and buy your tickets ahead of time for shows because we're hoping that those will build up some steam and most likely sell out. So Yeah, so we would love that. Um, so all sorts of ways to interact. Come out and see us. I uh, love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. Bye. Bye. One's a blonde, one's a brunette. You put them together, what do you get? Amanda and Emily. It's a show about nothing at all. Amanda and Emily. Come join us and you'll have a ball. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Amanda and Emily, episode 8. I'm so glad you knew that because I didn't. I, I, it may not be. It is. It okay, is. Good. Okay. Is. Episode eight. Episode eight. Uh, welcome so much, everybody. Uh, we are so happy to have you. Welcome so much. Welcome so much. Were you trying to start a little song with episode eight? Episode eight. Everyone thinks that it's pretty great. Episode eight. Episode eight. You'll go home and it won't be something you hate. Ugh, okay. I really messed it up there. All right. Uh, nope. Straight. Nope. We're gonna give it to you straight. I hope that you don't get raped. Yikes! <laughs> it doesn't even rhyme. Forty-five seconds. She said right. Uh, yeah, it doesn't even rhyme. That's how I keep our audience, Amanda. That's true. They never controversial know. topics. They, they, <laughs> they never know which way is up. When our podcast, they gotta just come in here and talk about rape, maybe after a cute little sing song. Oh, I hope they do a song about a number and Ooh. then do a number about rape. Hope they take on politics and take on the man, because that's why we're coming here, for hard-hidden politic news. Is it politic? Politic news? <laughs> I think it's political news. Hey, guys, if you want politic news, you came to the right place. Yes. We're I, hard we... hitters. Welcome to another episode of Hard Hitters. Hard Hitters with Emily and Amanda. We're here to hit you hard. We don't have all the facts, but we've got heart <laughs> and hitting. And we're going to hit you hard. Ugh. Boom, boom, boom. Tell us, Emily, what's going down in Kentucky right now? Oh, in Kentucky today, a man walked into a store, bought two bagels, and left. Oh. Bam. Bam, bam, hard-hitting news. <laughs> it should be said. You put me on the spot there. I'm sorry. It should be said that uh, Emily uh, and I are at the tail end of the uh, Orlando International Fringe Festival, and we are very tired. Speak for yourself. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, floral pajama pants? I am wearing pajama pants. And I am I put on a bra Amanda, moments really before you did not want. I'm still wearing the bra that I wore last night in the oh, show. Nice. Mm-hmm. Did you, uh, did you sleep in it? Uh, you sleep in a bra? Not usually. I did last night, though. You were just, I'm tired. I was like, I'm so tired. Uh, I take the thing off and I let these B cups loose. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, now I can contain these. <laughs> well, mine actually, like, I'm, like, mad that I slept in mine. It hurts. Yeah. Uh, sleeping in a bra is the worst. I never slept in a thong. I've never worn a thong a day in my life. Oh yeah, I forgot. Never mind. You you go none. You go none. No, I mean I do, but I've been wearing underwear more often now. But I would never in a million years wear a thong. Really? I don't get it. Just because you don't like that, it's up your butt. Yeah, (laughs) and I'm not quite certain why anyone does enjoy that. Because no underpant lines. They just don't wear underpants. No, then then your options are. No if you think that that strip on a thong is like protecting your vagine from the cloth of your pant, you're out of your mind. That's not what I'm concerned about. I like to keep the cloth of my pant and my vagine separate. Right, but that cloth in a thong, right, is like 
it, it doesn't cover your vagine. Yes, it does. Barely. I have put one on before, and it, maybe my vagine's just enormous. Maybe. <laughs> Emily, is this the time where you want to tell everyone about your or abnormally large vagine? Maybe my vagine is so big, and thongs cannot contain it. Maybe you just need a bigger size. Maybe you should wear a jock strap. Those are <laughs> like thongs, right? Confession, I don't know if I understand jock straps. I think it's it keeps a cup in place. Flop. Okay, but I thought it was to keep like a cup in place. I think sometimes it's just like because they flop when you run. They? <laughs> the dick and balls? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> D's and B's? Hardening news. <laughs> Here to tell you. Dicks and balls. Amanda Wirtz on the case. Here I am. On it. What case? The you just fucking up for the D's and B's case. Oh, the D's and B's case. Ooh, here I am. On the scene at a high school gym. Nope. <laughs> hey, are you 17? <laughs> Anyways, okay, come on. I'm sorry. Um, you said you had a friend who slept in a bra? You were going to say something? Oh, my friend. Uh, my friend also has the same name as my dog, Lucinda. Sometimes she went, sometimes she wanted us to call her Cindy. Sometimes she wanted to be called Lucinda. Your dog or your friend? Well, both. Yeah. But she slept in a bra. She said that it, like, it... All the time slept in a bra? Always, always. It was, like, part of her, like, beauty regimen. She said that it kept her boobs high and tight. High and tight? I don't she know didn't use those words, but she did say, like, she kept, she thinks... I like them high, but not tight. Her boobs were look good, though. They were high tight? H&T? Yeah. Lucinda Mitchell. Married now. Don't shout know what your new name is, but shout, shout out, out to you and your Shout out to your sets. <laughs> um, well, welcome so much, everybody. Here we are in episode eight, and uh, we are thrilled to be coming at you once again, um, regardless of how exhausted we are right now in the middle of our fringe. We're not complaining, lest you think that we are. No, we are having an absolute blast. It's actually uh, a great month coming up. There's lots of great stuff going on for us. Um, it's been a great month. It has been. There's a lot of great stuff we going on. We have gotten um, such great response from our show, Five Lesbians Eating a Quiche. Yeah. Um, it is now over, but which would, you know saddens us, but also we were very proud of the work that we did. So, so excited. We won the patrons pick, which means that we had one of the highest uh, grossing sales for our venue at the festival. Yeah. We also got a wonderful, we picked Best of Fest in um, Orlando Sentinel. Sentinel. Great write-ups in Orlando Weekly. Yeah. Uh, We just, yeah. It's it's been fun. Very good experience. And I personally have not done anything scripted in... A, a very long time. So for me, this was fairly terrifying. Um, but it's been, Emily, might I say, very fun to go through this journey with you. Uh, it's very fun because I feel very safe on stage with you, and it's been very, very fun. You just brought it down to like emotion. emotion I know, I know. Right, you don't, well, you don't like emotions, nice. and I'm just telling oh, you that. That's not true. Although you I will you. say that I'll, I'm much more emotional than you are. That is 100% oh, You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. You are do a you stone. Really think, do you, you are really a stone. <laughs> Do you really think you're more yes, emotional than me? Yes, I 100% you're do. You're crazy. You are insane if you think that you have more emotion than me. Ask anyone. I feel like if we asked anyone, they'd be like, are you kidding? I didn't even know Amanda had emotions. Okay, well, next episode. Corrections to this. Oh my God, corrections. corrections. to you. We I await actually, your apology. Can all of our friends, mutual and otherwise. Who listen to this. Who listen to this. All ten of you. Can you can you honestly put either a private message or put it right there on the Facebook page? Yeah. Who has more emotions? Who who no, like who's more emotional? Not emotional like a crazy person could you would win. <laughs> what are you thinking then? I mean like what willingness you... to open my heart, let people in. Are you're out of your mind you're, you, if think... you think that you're that person. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I am like Honestly, shocked. I'm shocked by you. <laughs> I honestly you are thought, stone cold. No, I honestly thought you'd be like, Amanda, you're right, and I have a problem with that, and I'm so glad you told me. What? <laughs> I'm like the most open, like, like come on in person. Yeah, but like, you would never be like, Amanda, 
Yeah. I love you. Are you crazy? No, yeah, you, no, you tell me that. But I feel like, like I would tell you that more than you would tell me. Never. You're nuts. You're nuts. Uh, this is it's shocking. So, okay, guys, guys. I don't know if I can go on. You heard it first. Please, please, please post on Facebook. Hard-hitting news. Bow, 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 bow. I'm Who's standing. More emotional. I'm standing on the street with a mutual friend of both Amanda and Emily. Her name is Beth. Hi, Beth. Hello. <laughs> no, I was going to play Beth. I know you were. That's why I took it from you. <laughs> so I could say what I wanted to say. Bit over. Bit over. End of bit. Um, anyway, it's been super fun, and honestly, just like, uh, all five women in the show, uh, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea Panish, uh, Jenny Judek, and Julie Snyder, uh, it's just been such a blast with all of them, um, and Mike Carr was our director, and Adam Lind, uh, was our, uh, sets and props. Sets and props. Did you say sound? (laughs) Oh my god, Brittany Wines. And Brittany Wine, uh, just wine, just wine. Oh, well, she's wines in my phone, so I just call her Brittany Wines. Cool. Fuck you. Uh, and Brittany was our stage manager, uh, and just honestly, the greatest team. We've been rehearsing for so long, and for it such to get for it to get such a great reaction has just been really, really exciting. And for me, guys, to people be, love it. Guys, I don't want to brag, but everyone, <laughs> everyone is nonstop. Guys. I didn't have one person be like, "I hated your show." And you know what? They probably would. Obviously, people are gonna be like, "Hey, just saw your show. Real pile of shit." Saw your show. Uh, I thought I was one lesbian short of funny. Uh, saw your show. Uh, then I also saw this uh, pile of hot garbage. Prefer the garbage. <laughs> Sir, that was very unnecessary. I saw your show, and then I saw a show right after it called Four Lesbians Eating a Douche. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't even make sense. That made no sense. But I liked that show but better. I, yeah, but that show was better. Um, so yeah, so that's been really wonderful. Um, and we have our live show coming up this Thursday. The 2nd. June 2nd at 10.15 p.m. at SAC Comedy Lab in Orlando, Florida. Uh, we are really looking forward to it. It's our first buy live show. Buy your tickets ahead of time. Yeah, buy your tickets ahead of time. Uh, buy them early and often. <laughs> um and uh t- this is our first uh live show since the podcast and so this is going to be a recording of the podcast and we'll release that the following monday so get we'll- prepared for that yeah set your dvrs yep set set your tivos to stun <laughs> <laughs> i think our our exhaustion is really coming through guys you're in for it you're really in for it today uh even just before this we were just talking about things and literally moments before we pressed record she and i were doing a, a rendition of michael buble is i'm feeling good together and and you know what you can hear that nowhere nowhere in our heads in the air it's gone forever. we're not doing it again so stop egging yeah, us stop no, egging no, us. Guys, no guys no Come on. no no <laughs> i'm not gonna do it don't. I won't. Save it for the live show. Oh, man. Get People are going to be clamoring. Clamoring. <laughs> clamoring. Sing. Sing feeling good. We've been wanting you to do also, it. Also, side note, don't you dare make that a Michael Bublé song. Well, the version we were doing, it was Michael Bublé. Nope. In my head. What was yours? Nina Simone. Who? Shut up. Bye. Okay, so can we move on? Is she like Sarah Bar- Borealis? Okay. <laughs> Sarah Borealis, not Sarah Borealis. I think like, it's Borealis. Nope. It's not. <laughs> We know. Also, I know Nina, nothing about music. Nina Simone is like an old, like, 19... Is she like Billie Holiday? Did, no. Is she like... She's more 60s, 70s, like, like black power, like, activist, like, singer, songwriter, poet, like... Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, let's... Can we move on? Okay, so, uh, we would like to go into our corrections from last week. Uh, last week our episode was all about moving. Uh Moving. Everyone hates it. Everyone hates moving. Um, and now, can you imagine if you met someone that was like, I love moving. Moving. I flip houses for a living, and <laughs> I love to move. Flipping houses, though, is like different because I guess you're making money and stuff, but like, moving. Still, you don't like, like to move. Pack people up. Ugh. 
But that was your job? Forget it. I, seeing people I, I die. Worst days of their lives. So, um, part of what we talked about last week involved, um, there might have been a quick moment where I referred to Helen Keller's wife. I didn't mean to say that. Helen Keller wasn't married. She wasn't married. Certainly not to a woman. I don't know her sexual preferences. It could be either and neither both. I feel like she wouldn't carry the way. I feel like a penis would be more exciting for her. Why? Because she, she, so she doesn't have it. Because she can feel more it. More to feel. You should see Emily's hand motions right now. Just wildly trying to find something in the air. I was trying to think if I couldn't see and I couldn't hear how I would grasp out for a genitalia of any kind. For a genitalia <laughs> of any kind. Anyway, I don't think that was her concern. Anyway, a uh, friend of the show, Jeff, uh, sent us a billboard that was in his hometown because he was from the same hometown or just next door to Helen Keller's hometown. Uh, we posted it on our Instagram. It is wonderful. Uh, our Instagram is Amanda underscore Emily underscore show. So follow us there. But I posted it. It is the saddest billboard I've ever seen. Oh, it's seen. amazing. Uh, can, can I also say, in a stroke of sheer irony, Amanda, also in that episode, said horrible things about Alabama. I don't know if that... Yeah, I don't know. And that is also... Where Jeff, whom I also gave a shout out to last week, is from. Is from. So. so he's from Alabama. Apparently, so is Helen Keller. So is the billboard. Amanda slighted Alabama, and I also praised and gave a shout out to Jeff. All of this goes back to Jeff. And I'm very so full circle back to Jeff. The bulletin board has a picture. It's not a bulletin board. <laughs> That's the second time I've called. I know you called board. it that earlier, and I just let it slide. But now we're live. Okay, so it's a it's on a it's on a grease board. Uh, it's on a whiteboard. It's a billboard. It's a billboard. <laughs> Why do you call you a bulletin board? A bulletin board. It's like, it's like oh, well, we went to the supermarket. Had a little cork, had a cork board. Uh, somebody's selling an iron and someone's <laughs> selling a Helen uh, Keller billboard. And uh, Girl Scout uh, troop signups are also on there with pushpins. Uh, no, it's a big billboard in, uh, I can't read it because it's, it's, I think, Oak something in, in Alabama. Oak Tree and Falls. Oak, Oak Tree Falls. Good one. Uh, it has a young Helen Keller on it. And black and white. Thank God a photo. young one because it's the old Helen Keller photographs. All right. All right. She's young. She's wearing like a little floral headband and a thing. And it says in huge letters on the top of the billboard, see what she couldn't. <laughs> Helen I, Keller's birthplace and home. Can you imagine? I'm dying to go there. How? Well, that well, that's gone. The, the billboard has since been taken down. Yeah, but is her birthplace and home still there? I'm sure it is. I don't think they were like, well... Baby out with bathwater. <laughs> we messed up this billboard. We should probably tear down her home. I don't think that happened. Who wants to go do that, though, actually? I mean, I would go as, like, a goof, and which is messed... It only oh, says, speaks volumes of yeah. how, how messed up I am, but... I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. It, it depends. I mean, if I'm in Alabama, I'm sure I'm looking for shit to do. Besides, I, I like, don't think you have to look for anything to do in Alabama. I think you just, you just... You pull in, s- state line, drive up, park the car, and just let it all happen. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to talk to Jeff about it. Um, but well, I will say if that he still wants to even listen to the show after you were so that's true. I was, awful. Yeah, he probably just deleted me out of his phone and just our our podcast out of his phone. But um, so anyway, so that was one of our uh, not necessarily a correction, but definitely a follow up. Uh, but the correction of Alabama that Jeff is from there, I and then apologize. Amanda apologizes. That's what the correction is. I'm not. That's gonna, what the correction is. I'm not going to say I'm sorry necessarily. Have you ever been to Alabama? Yeah, one time I drove through it going to New Orleans, and I had a. Uh, Bumper sticker of something that I guess is not popular in Alabama. What did it say? I hate Alabama. It says, <laughs> Alabama, fuck you. And, uh, 
No, it was like 2012, and I had like an Obama 2012 sticker oh, on, on our car. And there was people were like throwing. There was hot, a guy. Holes at a you. guy was like up my ass on the thing and on the road, and then like pulled next to me and was like giving me the finger and like yelling stuff about it. So. It's, Alabama. Alabama. So that's why it gave me a bad taste in my mouth. But Jeff, you bring it back because but you're that, a delight. And and that was last week. That was last week. And guys, last week's goddamn over. Stop talking about it already. Fringe. Gone in the past. Put the past in your behind. Put your past in a thong and shove it in your butt. Take your big vagine, fold it up, <laughs> put it in that thong. Fold it up. <laughs> oh, man. Try to squeeze it into that thong and go to bed. Seriously, though, sleeping in a thong is the worst. Anyway... This week's episode, our topic is my first job. This one got a lot of responses. A lot of I think it's exciting. I think it is. Um, and I feel personally, uh, my dad had a business, and so uh, I worked for uh, he owned his own business, and so I worked there. And so I is that your first job? Yeah, and I feel like I before like the current job I have, like I feel like I never got to work in one of those fun high school jobs. I never got to be like, I'm working at the movie theater and I get to see free movies. Or like, and my friends come in every day and I give them a free ticket sometimes. And, and they get popcorn <laughs> and I take home the big bag of popcorn at the end of the night. I didn't really have a fun job like that, though, either. Like, I, I just feel like I missed out on it. Like, I had friends that were like waiters and did all this cool stuff. And I was like, ooh, that sounds fun. But I was just like, uh, oh. I think you dodged a bullet. I'm stuffing envelopes in this business. Thank God. Yeah. And you're actually, like, doing something that, like, benefited your dad and your family. Totally. So, like, which is God, I mean, how much better. Although, I, I mean, I can't imagine how helpful I was, but... Um, but, yeah, so I feel like I never, I always... I, I'm always so interested to hear people's, like, jobs when they were growing up because it just always fascinates me. Um, did you have any weird ones? Or what was your... What was every your one of my job? jobs, every one of my jobs that I've ever worked in my life have been weird. Why do you say that? Because they are. The first job I had, I worked at Universal Studios when I was 16. Is that when you were Fred Flintstone? I was Fred Flintstone, George Jetson... Uh, Winnie, Winnie Woodpecker, not to be confused with Woody Woodpecker. Winnie Woodpecker is the one that has eyelashes. Absolutely. And she wears a skirt. And so when you're on set. And that's the only difference, right? Yep. When you're on set, people come up to you and they're like, Woody Woodpecker, Woody Woodpecker. And you have to point at your skirt and then point at your eyelashes and kind of do girly things. And they're like, who cares? Woody Woodpecker, sign this. And you're like, forget it. Um, and this was the same job where you were for months signing Fred Flintstone correctly. (laughs) Yes. I didn't, I didn't know. That it was Fred Flint Stone. You thought it was Flynn. Flint Stone. One of my set people. What do you call them? Set people? Well, they're like the people that bring you on set. Because you're in, Yeah. They, one of them noticed that I was doing it. And they were the first person to be like, hey, you know that that's not how you spell Fred Flint Stone. It's Flint Stone. And I was like, I didn't understand it. I'm like, what? Why? Why would it be that? Flint. I get it now. Yeah. Because rocks. Also, I had to ace bandage my boobies down when I was George Jetson because the costume was too thin. And and so sometimes my booby would come out of the ace bandage. Meet George Jetson. He's got tits. Well, sometimes men would like say things. Ew. I know that that were. They'd be like, "Hey, George, nice, nice rack." No, there's my George's got. I think George's got a tit under there. A tit. Well, because sometimes I would only one booby would come out of your ace bandage. It's so pathetic. The whole thing was so pathetic. Again, B cups over here don't have that issue. You would have been a great George Jetson. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I really appreciate it. That's the nicest thing. I, I take what I said. I take back about your emotions. That was the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so you were... My you, head you, fell you, off as, as Fred Flintstone too once. That was like my... Those were like the things that I always remember about that job. My head 
those heads are enormous and they snap onto your shoulders of the costume. But mine wasn't snapped on properly, so it popped off. And kids were looking at me in horror. And I had like a skull cap on, you know, to keep my yeah. hair in. I just, it just, I can't imagine how crazy it looked. Wow. This is back before people had cell phones to take a video of that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. now people would just be like, this is a disaster. This is, yeah, this is all over the YouTube. But this isn't what I thought you would think was funny. Okay. My second job, after I moved from Orlando back to Massachusetts, mm-hmm. I went and got a job at a retail outlet. Finally's Basement? Oh my God, that would be like, okay. <laughs> my friend already was working at this place in Birmingham, Massachusetts, and she was like, I'll get you a job. And it was at a place called <laughs> Maurice the Pants Man. <laughs> And I oh, still hold on, hold on, don't go on anymore. Hold on. No, wait, I'll do the jingle for you. Oh my god! Oh, this is I, so it was like one of those. This ads. is truly. I didn't know any of this. She told me she was saving this for me, and I am so thrilled already that you did. This is like the okay. first like job job. Like because so, Universal wasn't real. No, no, that no. was fun. So Maurice, it was, it was it was the pants man. Maurice the pants man. He's got more than pants. Much more, Maurice. We sold like Levi's. No, no, no! You can't move on yet. I don't. I I need to ingest what I just need to just quickly digest that. It was the best. Okay, can I see if I can sing it back by ear? <clears throat> Maurice the pants man. He's got pants and so much more. Maurice. That was not even close, but you got like all the information was there. <laughs> You got the name of the store. You think nobody's named Maurice anymore. You'd be wrong. Because my name's Maurice. <laughs> well, I just like the idea, like, like, like so So this guy Maurice was like, I'm going to have... Did you have meet Maurice? No. There's no Maurice. I'm not sure. Is it like, it was it like, was he an illustration, Maurice the Pantsman? No, it, it, was, it was more just like graphics, so like Maurice. I feel like I came into the Maurice the Pantsman scene when they were kind of revamping. Okay. Like they'd had an old... Like, you know, motto. Like, get it out of here. And they were like, we're, no. we need to, we're like... more than pants. We, we sell Doc Martens now. Whoa. We sell Chuck Taylor all, one stars. Not, not, all, like, we don't sell the Converse all stars. We sell the one stars. Is that a thing? Or are you just doing a bit? No, that's the thing. Because I was so bummed out that we didn't have, like, the regular standard issue Converse. Does this mean they're less because they're less stars? They're, they're like, like, cheaper? They weren't as cool. Wow, I didn't know anything about this. Oh, well, I'm, the, I'm you know, working so more as the pants man. How I know, you know? I mean, clearly. Did you know that a small, um, heavier set boys, do you know how they describe their pant? Husky. Husky. I knew about that. Yeah. I, that's how I learned that. One time a lady left... Oh, husky medium, please. Can I get a husky pant? Well, it would be really disappointing because back to school is like our biggest time of the year and it would be really sad like when certain moms were like asking for husky in front of the kid and they're like, I'm not a husky! Oh, God. How long did you work at Maurice the Pants Man? Maybe only like... Six or seven months. That's a very long time. Well, it was like right when I moved man. back home. So it was like, I was still living with my parents. I didn't really need my... How I was old with were my you? Parents. Like, ni- 18. 18. Not even, like 17, 18. And you were like, you know, on the... You know, my drinking, you know, doing they, all that stuff. And you were like, guys, I, I can't do a party all night. I gotta work at Maurice. I, I was not drinking. I get, to, I get to the pants man in the morning. I was not drinking. Maurice was, gets so pissed. No, but they did promote me to like... Oh, no, pants woman? <laughs> no, they promoted me because like, you don't want to work on the floor. The floor sucks. You want to work on the register. And they promoted me to the register. And I was, like, really excelling at Maurice the Pants Man. And then I got another job that I thought was cooler. And I, like, just kind of stopped showing up. And my manager actually called and, like, pleaded with me. Maurice? Did they get Maurice himself on the phone? They're like, hey. Is it like, hey, Emily, I need you coming back at the work. Why are your why are your people always bad Italian His name is Maurice. Isn't that, like, an Italian name? I don't think so. Spanish? 
I think it's just eh, Emily. <laughs> it's Maurice. Hey, oh, it's a me, Maurice. You just did a time. I, I know, but I also did this me Mario. Like that's just exactly what that was. Okay, he could be like. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, what was he like? I don't know. What was Maurice the pants man like, Amanda? Hey, hey, Emily. Hey, Emily, it's uh, fucking me, uh, me, Maurice. What are you doing? Not showing up to work anymore. You know what? Do you think you're the pants woman? You're not. I'm the pants man. I got another job, Maurice. We're doing what? Wait, wait. Selling uh, I selling shirts. At, I work at the brand new TGI Fridays right across the street now. Well, you you think uh, selling mozzarella sticks is gonna give you the same joy, the same pride that you get selling Doc Martens? I think it's gonna give me more. Also, I need to get a pair of Doc Martens as part of my costume at work. Well, you're not getting it from here. You're not getting the the, the employee discount. Yes, I am. My no, friend still works there. Who? What's the name? Kristen. Kristen? Oh, well, Kristen. Kristen's got a tight little body that Kristen, her tits are high and tie. High and tie? tie. <laughs> They're like noodles, her boobs. She can tie them in a knot. They're high and tie. High and tie. Well, so there you go. That, that was my Maurice first job. the pants man. Can you sing the song one more time? Maurice the pants man. He's, He's got, got more than pants. pants. Much more. Maurice. Maurice. I'm giving you like, I'm giving you the eye to like follow me and you're, even then you're it's not. Trying. Not musical. Did you want to do it one more time? No. Just me? No. Together. Maurice, he's got pants on. If you think he didn't, you'd be wrong. Maurice, put your wiener away. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it was. And then they'd have like a little cartoon of a guy with a wiener. He'd just roll it up into his husky Levi's. Into his husky Levi's. Put it away. Doc (laughs) Martin. Maurice the Pants Man. Where was Maurice the Pants Man located? On Route 9 in Framingham, Massachusetts. Right next to the fun and games. Right next to the fun and games. What's a, is that like? A, Everybody needs a little a... fun and games, and you do chew. What? <laughs> Did you just make that up? No, that was the that was the song. Well, no one ever goes and no one That's no, because, not part of it because it was a robot's voice singing the fun and games theme song. So it was like everybody needs a little fun and games, and you do chew. That was my brother Luke's job. He worked at the fun and games. So he was he the robot? No, but he did learn. He did know how to fix every single like video game. Wow. Uh, I just YouTubed real quick Maurice the Pants Man. Oh, is there a thing? I don't think it. I don't think no. it would come up. It's really it says like, Maurice the Pants Man, part three, six days of sacrifice. Part, oh, wait a minute. Six days of sacrifice? I don't know what that is. <laughs> that's not it. And then Shouldn't I else? look for the Maurice the Pants Man saying as I know like what it was? Well, I thought maybe I could find it, but I guess not. Well, no, well, instead we'll it's distracting me. God damn it. Uh, so, okay, so Maurice the Pants Man, and then you went to work at TGI Fridays. And then I worked at TGI Fridays. Did and you have to I, wear that? Don't they wear, like, the referee wore, top? Yes, I wore... It was a striped top. I don't think they wear that anymore. It wasn't It wasn't to. referee. It was just red and white. And then there's a lot of weird culty... You've been making a footlocker. <laughs> there was a lot of weird culty things about TGI Fridays. Also, you could you either had to wear a hat. Is that what I remembered? You had to have flair. That's a true thing. That's a true you did thing. have to have at least ten pieces. From office space. True and thing. then also, you had to either have a hat on or a double-fisted bow, which meant that your bow had to be big enough the size of two fists. Like, that's how big the bow had to be if you were going to wear a bow in your hair. A double-fisted bow. Isn't that weird? And they also had these things called SBGs, Smiling People Greeters, and they had, when you want to get, when you got cut, you were, it was called Odal. Like, your first Odal today. What? Option to leave early. <laughs> Isn't that weird? And so, like, a manager would come up to me, he'd be like, hey, do you want to odal today? No, you'd be like, you'd be like, I'm, I'm, I'm first odal. And they're like, no, Stacy's first odal today, you're odal too, and that means you're going to do expo line. And you're like, I don't want to do expo line. And then Gretchen would come in and be like, I'm first yodel. <laughs> <laughs>
so sorry for that. I'm very sorry. That yeah, that but that happened. was a very weird place. Wow, that's weird. I did. I see. These are the things I never got to do. I never got to work. Oh on my god! <laughs> Thank you, Lucky Stars. It was one of the worst things that uh, it was awful. I just want. I want to know about Odles. I was to leave early, Odles. Well, I just think it's bizarre. You lived in this world where you all spoke like this different. Like, like why can't you just call him like a hostess? Or like, why yeah. is she a smiling people greeter? Why is she an SPG? Like, just she's a hostess. Why? Why is it Odle? Why is it just I'm first cut? No, I'm first Odle. <laughs> that's ridiculous. How long did you work there? A year. And then I left there. <laughs> to you went go. back to Morris Pants Pants? No, I think Morris Pants Pants closed. Oh, I know. <laughs> and then I worked at the Cheesecake Factory oh. for like 10 years. Oh my God. I knew you worked there, but I didn't know it was 10 years. It took a part of me. Oh my God. Emily just said, she, she had her eyes closed. She shook her head and like all of the color drained from her if face. If anyone goes to the Cheesecake Factory, you probably love it. Anyone that eats there is like, I love the Cheesecake Factory. I wish it wasn't so busy, and it's a little bit overpriced, but I do love Cheesecake Factory. Most people are like, I like Cheesecake Factory. Do they? Do you? No. When was the last time you went to a Cheesecake Factory? Oh my god, I was probably in high school. Oh, really? Uh, no. Not true. Oh. Uh, about probably nine, eight or nine years ago when Tim and I were first started dating. Bless my parents' heart. Sometimes they give gifts. And you're like, where'd that come from? And they gave us a, a gift card to the Cheesecake Factory. And we were like, all right, we'll go to the Cheesecake Factory. And we ended up using it. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just like the menu. There's it's so busy. so much on the menu. It's so busy. It, it's just too much going on. There's the people running around everywhere wearing white. The menu's too big. The the glasses are huge. The food's big. Yeah, it's just too much. Yeah. The decor is just like you walked into like a home goods and just like you know that there's everything. like the paint on the the wall is like supposed to like make you hungry. Like everything is like all thought out. It I open. It's supposed like, to make you feel like you you're in a cheesecake. <sighs> no. Oh, because that's how I feel when I'm in there. I'm like, ooh, this is like I'm in a cheesecake. I want cheesecake now. That, that's what they should do, like uh, how they have like, um, uh, the what's the jungle? Rainforest Cafe. I what's the, the jung- jungle? What's the, the jungle, jungle Forest Cafe? Jungle. Hey, welcome to the Jungle Forest Cafe. I'm uh, under Skipper Markey. <laughs> Markey? You're Skipper Markey. Welcome. Uh, I got a party of 17 for the jungle, for the jungle rainforest. We're actually going to be in uh, four now. We went down for 17. What happened to those 13 people? What, they got distracted by the parrot? They were trying to park, and my it's my brother-in-law. His name's Randall, and he's impossible. Ma'am, I don't want to know your whole story. I'm sitting here. I'm wearing so a khaki, he went to park, and he couldn't find any spots. So I said to my husband, Roger, I said to how with him, and we're going to sit. We're going to sit. Well, ma'am, with, you have three minutes from the volcano that's about to explode. Do you want to see the volcano explode, or do you want to keep telling me no, about my Randall? my son has a very, um, he's very uh, sensory sensitive, so it, that volcano, he's can you turn it off? sensitive? Can you turn that volcano off? No, it's something we have to do where we're, it's our license. We have to do it in our contract. Oh, okay, well, minutes. it's in my license. I have to protect my child. Okay, well, why don't you go play with the macaws? <laughs> um, have you ever eaten at a rainforest cafe? Yeah. I mean, uh, I remember we had a very, my, my parents called it the very big mall. Uh, a very big mall opened up. Uh, what was it called, though, really? Uh, the Palisades Park Ooh. Mall, or whatever it is. And it was ginormous. Like, it was the first, like, one in, the, in like, the late 90s, early 2000s that had, like, a roller coaster near us and, like, all that shit. You know, it was just, like, one Jersey? of Jersey? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was, like, I guess it was right in New York, right on the uh, border of, like, Nyack, I guess. I don't know. Palisades? Who knows? 
Um, it is. It will stun you how much I don't know about geography. Where you're from. Of where I'm from or where things are. Like, mm-hmm. Actually, it wouldn't stun me because I don't know anything either. So. My brother and I constantly talk about how uh, when we were growing up, my parents would uh, wake us up on a weekend, put us in the car without telling us where we were going, and then we'd stay somewhere for a weekend, and we cannot identify to this day like where we stayed. They'd be like, Amanda, we were in Knott's Berry, Pennsylvania. You know, we were looking at the leaves that like, weekend. I didn't know. I didn't know. I no, just knew that I was somewhere else. Nobody gave me information on that, Mom. I, no. What was Amanda, we went, we went to the Grandma Moses Museum. You remember it? Grandma Moses, is that a thing? Yeah, she's an artist. <laughs> Amanda, don't you remember... We went. That's when we, we saw the Norman Rockwell Museum. We did go to the Norman Rockwell Museum, and I actually love the Norman Rockwell Museum. I do not have ever been, and I've only heard the most lovely things. About I it. guys, if I'm going to be honest, love a Norman Rockwell. So do I. I love Norman God, Rockwell. If I could live in a Norman Rockwell, wouldn't we all? <laughs> we are so, so tired. So that was that was. I mean, that's, that's phenomenal. Um, we were talking about something. What was, what was the train of thought on that? I wish I knew. God, we're very tired. Oh, because the so mall. Honestly. You switched to the mall. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we were in the mall. And so there was uh, a Rainforest Cafe open there. And I remember, oh. like, begging my parents. How old were you? Guys. It was probably... I was probably 12. Okay. And I was just like, please, let's go to the Rainforest Cafe. And I remember just, like, there were weights, like, crazy. Oh, bananas. To get into the Rainforest Cafe. And um, it's what a pile of shit it what is. What a total pile of shit. But now they have the uh, new... There's, like, the new version of it. It's, like, called T-Rex. Yeah, yes, it's dinosaur yes. themed. What are we doing? Wait, does that mean that Rainforest isn't there now? No, it is. T-Rex? There's both. Both exist. <sighs> well, you know what? You don't need... T-Rex. You don't need rainforest then right next to it T-Rex I think it's I think they're for, far enough apart my uh, sister-in-law shout out to Laura she's listening love you Laura um, she has these blonde moments that are just wonderful delicious like they just they come out of her mouth and you're just like you you are such you can't make that up nope can't make it up like we she gets very excited about things and it's the greatest because like you'll be like oh things are fine but she gets so excited you're like oh this is fun this is exciting uh she doesn't get to play board games a lot because my brother-in-law brian doesn't love to play board games and so we came up to visit them one time and we put out a board game and we literally put the box down and opened it up and she went i'm having so much fun like and she wasn't kidding. Like we put the box, just seeing the, the anticipation box of playing. Was do you remember what board so game it fun. was? It was Scrabble, oh. and she was thrilled. That's the irony of this: is that Scrabble is the least fun. Scrabble is a very fun. Tim and I have had many an evening with glasses of wine playing Scrabble. God, you guys are so <laughs> wild. I mean, I don't like to talk about how crazy our lives are and how just like passionate and sexual Adam, we are. But Adam and yeah. I playing Scrabble like turns inevitably turns into either a like not a fight, but just like a. Uh, like both equally like I hate this <laughs> Why and, we're, and we're just like struggling like putting together three letter words and just like oh I wish I could stop playing this yeah there are times where I'm just like this didn't go well I don't want to play anymore yeah but you know it's fine we, we should have a thing about board games I have lots to say about board games okay well put it in the bank put it in the bank and to make it a, de- a deposit hey I'm gonna go to the bank later and I'm gonna make a quick deposit of topics for what uh, we're gonna talk about Hi, welcome. Welcome. How can we help you today? Hey, uh, is this uh, Bank of America? Uh, yeah, yes. You BOA, the way to be. <laughs> you guys should think about that. Anyway, whatever. I'm okay. a podcast host. Uh, I'm here to make a deposit. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, do you have your deposit slip with you? Certainly do. Here it is. Okay, it says here on your deposit slip, your name is uh, Rachel Benedict. You got it. Okay. Podcast host, Rachel Benedict. <laughs> 
Benedict, comma, Rachel. I'm a little confused, though, because it just under deposit, you've spelled out in the blocks provided for your mm-hmm. um, deposit. It says board games. I got board games. I've got ponytails and waffles. Those are my deposits for the day. So please put it in my account. And no, I don't need the change. <laughs> well, I'm actually, podcasts. I can't deposit board games, ponytails, or waffles into an account. I, we deal strictly with money, currency, uh, finance. Yeah, you you call yourself a bank? The Bank of America. Well, does America not have ponytails, waffles, and board games? They, sh- they certainly... That's what America was founded on. I feel like I'm uh, being discriminated against because I'm a podcast host and no one knows what podcasts are. Ma'am, do you know what a podcast is? I do know what a podcast really? is. Really? Do you know that every iPhone has it out on the app, on their phone? You can just get it on there? Yes, I listen to one. What um, do you listen to? What, what, Serial? I have listened to Serial. Oh, what, what do you think? It's really cutting edge? Well, I'll tell you what. You haven't listened to my board games podcast. It's called Wild About the Boards. It's called While I'm About the Boards? Wild About the Boards, comma, if you're bored, come to our board. Game. It's a long title. It's still being workshopped. Well, I like to listen to podcasts that are a little bit more serious. The podcast that I listen to is um, Stroke of Genius. and It's about a woman's journey through strokes. She said several. So I, I, I Miss, that sounds like a total bore. Miss Benedict, <laughs> I appreciate. I think that you need to go to the other bank down the road. Oh, what bank is that? It's called Bank of Board Games. <laughs> I'm furious with you. I was having so much fun. I was too, but then I, but like then I didn't want to do it anymore, and I didn't know. And what- that's what I. I hate about you, Emily. If we're going to... You know what? I'm going to open up about my emotions here. I just hate you sometimes. That's how, that's how her emotions work. Remember, guys, weigh in on Facebook. Weigh in on this. That's how Amanda's emotions work. She won't be first to tell you what she loves about you, but don't worry. The second she realizes what she hates about you, duck. <laughs> first of all, you can't see me, listeners, but my jaw is what someone would describe as a gape. <laughs> Because you just you know me so well. Oh, don't and, I, lo- and I love you, and I love you for it, and my heart is open about it. Listeners, keep animal. moments after she said, "I hate Emily." We literally, I hate Emily. Me and your boyfriend literally last night talked about how all you do is like yell at people for not doing things the way you want them to be done. No, I do not yell at people for not doing the way the doing things the way that I want them to be done. I yell at people for doing things wrong. <laughs> Six of one. Six to one, half dozen. That's not the phrase. I will not get into this on air. I will not get into this on air. (laughs) Emily likes to say. No. The phrase. Let's go on. Is six Six to one. one, Half half dozen dozen of the other. And I've explained to her that it's six of one, half dozen of the other. Which, agree to disagree. There's no disagreeing. It's wrong. You're saying it wrong. Mm Mm-mm. That's... I looked on the internet and there's a place that says it's fine. <laughs> oh, well, you didn't tell me all that. You didn't tell me about your groundbreaking uh, I was gonna discovery. I real quick. The internet says it's fine. <laughs> Jesus. Let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, so I'd love to get to some of your stories that were sent to us about my first job. Not my first job. That would be weird. If you were like, hey... And it was I made like, his first job and, and it was stuffing envelopes. And it was my dad being like, Amanda, this was what you did. Um... <laughs> Although I will say that my friend and I uh, worked a bunch of summers at my dad's office, and um, you know we were high school kids, and so like we just were part would party all night, and then we'd go to like party all night. Yeah. Oh wow. And you didn't drink in high school? No. 
I mean, I did. I would try, but it would never agree with me. Got it. So anyway, so we like we would like go out and be out late and just doing kid things, and then uh, we'd come into work and we'd both be exhausted. So during our lunch break, we would take our lunches out in the parking lot or like in the little like grass area out there. And then there were t- days where how unsafe is this? We would nap in the parking lot. Why? I don't know. In the shady. Nope. On the asphalt. And one time she got her period and it bled through her shorts, and then she had to go home and change and come back. You know, when you're sleeping on asphalt and you get your period, you know. Who's got their period? <laughs> I have, I'm so glad that guy's brother wasn't there. That was like, who has their period? She'd be like, I do. It's all over my shorts. I it's go me. Home. Like, why are you asking? I Maurice, think it's fairly obvious. the pants, man. Getting you new pants if you bleed through them napping in a parking lot. Maurice. <laughs> so we got a story uh, from JT. Uh, JT, thank you so much for sending this in. Um, again, we love the submissions, um, and so keep them coming. And again, uh, it feels like for uh, my first job, definitely, definitely struck a nerve. So uh, this is JT's story. Uh, JT worked at Publix and still apparently does work at Publix. JT says, I was bagging groceries for a customer who asked for help out to her car. We get into the ele- elevator. It was a two-story Publix, which is very fancy. I've never been in a two-story Publix. I know. I didn't know that that was going to Very fancy. And once the doors closed, the elevator smelled like poop. Oh, boy. As we went down, I noticed the smell was getting stronger. Oh, gosh. My first thought that the customer, who was older, might have pooped herself. But I was so wrong. When, <laughs> the first time I read that, I was like, did he poop himself? Uh, and he didn't know. Yeah, and he didn't know somehow. That'd be very sad. When the elevator doors opened directly in front of me, Directly in front of me was a literal pile of shit on the floor. The smell was almost too much to bear. The store janitor was standing there, too, with a look on his face that screamed, I don't get paid enough for this. No one knew who did it or how it happened, but some of my coworkers reported someone running out of the store holding their pants down. Needless to say, it was one of the shittiest days of work. The saddest part of all is that this isn't the only time something like that has happened at, at a Publix. Oh, the joys of working at a grocery store. Where shopping is a pleasure. Where shopping is a pleasure for both you and your vowels. Did you say where shopping is a poo-poo? How dare you? How dare you sully our good name with something like that? I just like that if he was thinking that the person in the elevator pooped themselves, the person in the elevator also too had to be thought that the employee was pooping himself. I asked this guy to help me, but... He's, like poop, he's pooping himself. He, took a, he did a dump in his pants. He did a duty in his pants. He did a little duty in those little khakis he's wearing. I'll be honest, too. Like, if you <clears> work someplace <throat> and somebody, like, something like that happened, somebody, like, pooped somewhere, wouldn't you be the last person that would ever be like, oh, I'll clean it up? Someone has to clean it up. Yeah, someone has to. Someone, someone has, has to. to. And and working in uh, the theme park business, as I have for so many years, I'm not a stranger to stuff like this. So Does I've, stuff like this happen? Constantly. That's so weird. Adults, kids, all the time. It happens. Uh, and so, yeah, so it's something that you're just like, well, this is something I'm going to deal with. Uh, I will say that in uh, high school, um, in the, when, when I got to high school, our, uh, I think we talked about this, our grades like merged together, like four different towns. And so I guess in eighth grade in one of the towns that uh, we merged with, they were telling us how they had what they were calling a unipooper. <laughs> what? Like the unibomber. It was a unipooper. And they would just, like, go into places in the school, and a couple of times a month, someone will have shit in a random place. Like, they went to gym in the gym one day, opened up the gym, shit in the gym. 
What is Went into the science lab one day. Shit in the science lab. Why? I don't know. And I have no information on this. I just remember the Unipooper and someone had just like pooped in several different locations but throughout the month. Wasn't the Unabomber, didn't he like send <sighs> packages? Right. I was too young for this. Like I, I remember it existing. But I don't, I don't remember, quite remember the details. Again, we'll all we'll all remember that I spoke on television about the Oklahoma City bombing and how it affected me in what the tri-state area in New Jersey. How did you feel about it? Bad. <laughs> God, I wish I had that footage. It wasn't good. I'll tell you how I feel about the Oklahoma City bombing. Not good. I feel bad about it. It is sad that it happened. Also, how do you feel about uh, rape? Sad. <laughs> Women's women's rights how do you feel about a spice girls concert glad girl power how do you feel how do you feel about pizza Ooh. yum <laughs> why are you just asking me about random things because i wanted to see like what the 10 year old amanda oh what 10 year old amanda would say she, she would like all she would i thought like you were pizza. asking me personally i don't know if a 10 year old amanda knew what rape was i almost <laughs> just said something Awful. Are you not going to say it now? I was going to be like, but she learned. Amanda. I know, that's not funny anyway. It's not funny. That's really not funny. Amanda made an unfunny joke. Remember that when you're weighing in on the emotional levels of Amanda and Emily on our I did it to hide my real emotions, which is sad. (laughs) It's how I cover my emotion. Sad's not even an emotion. What? It's just the lamest one. But it is still one. Have you seen Inside Out? Sad is literally one of them. She's the best one. Wow, that was the, literally the quickest turnaround anyone could ever have about anything. First, it's not an emotion at all. Then, immediately after, it's the worst one. Then I mention it to you, and you immediately say it's the best one. So, where do we land, Emily? <laughs> I'm dying. Like, what happened to you in that amount of time? I remembered in the, sh- in the movie I liked her best. <laughs> but first, you initially thought, not an emotion at all. Were you no, confused when you I, first started watching it? Why did they include sad? That's not an emotion. I thought sad is just cheap, lame, boring. <laughs> so what 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 emotion should take place? Why are we still talking about this? Because I need to get to the bottom of this. Sad is so easy. It's so stupid. So what did what emotions did you want them to have? Uh, um, <laughs> hungry, <laughs> hungry, which some may say not an emotion. Emily, you're like I wanted them to have. Mm, I don't know. Zebra. Like, not an emotion. Bashful. That is an emotion. Is it? I think, yeah. Or is it a description of someone? It's one of the dwarves. Are the dwarves named after emotions? Maybe. No. Sneezy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wait. Okay. Okay, which of the dwarves are emotions? Sleepy. That's, that's an not emotion. an emotion. Is it? That's, how that's you like feel. a physical It's how you feel. Embodiment. I'm feeling sleepy. No. Happy. Emotion. Bashful. Emotion. I think bashful is an would emotion. You describe, would you say like the word shy is an emotion? No, it's like it's a state of being. It's like of... a characteristic, an attribute. Um, dopey. <laughs> Certainly. That's not an emotion. I know. I don't think, in fact, now that I'm Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Doc. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think any of the dwarves have an emotion. <laughs> dopey, sleepy, bashful, happy is one. Sneezy, not one. I think I said dopey already. Doc. Can you name them all? Even first okay. of all? Happy, sleepy, dopey, doc, bashful. Sneezy. Scary. Sad. <laughs> oh, there's one more I'm missing. Bashful, sleepy. 
Don't look at me. Grumpy. Grumpy. Boom. Grumpy, grumpy. emotion. Grumpy is grumpy, emotion. Is grumpy an and emotion. happy are the two emotional dwarves. Two emotion dwarves. Um, okay, so I will say this. Back to the topic. First jobs. First jobs. So, um, my boyfriend Adam, it wasn't like necessarily his first job, it was one of his first jobs. I, can we say the names of things? I guess we can. Yeah. Where he said Publix. Continue. He worked for a Chuck E. Cheese, but what I think is funny is that his dad... Where a kid can be a kid? I think that's Chuck E. Cheese, where a kid can be a kid. Maurice the Pants Man. Nope. <laughs> no. So, uh, but I think it's funny is that his dad called it Charles Camembert. Where pants can be pants. His his dad would call it Charles Camembert. To make it sound more fancy. Chuck E. Cheese. To make it sound more fancy. Yeah, it's funny. Charles Camembert. That's so his dad, dad always, joke. His dad, it is such a dad joke. And his dad would always refer to it as Charles Camembert. But he's told me several stories because I can only imagine working for a Chuck E. Cheese that there's like, it's just a constant, constant just flow. It's probably overwhelming. Anyway. Um, okay, so I like that Charles Camembert exists. Um, I also like I was talking to Adam because I've never, I've, I've never been to a Chuck E. Cheese. He worked at one, but I've never been to one. I went once because my it was like my niece's birthday. Mm. And we even all seemed like we didn't want to be there i only uh i've been to i i wonder if it's like the uh, i don't know if it's like the east coast version although this was adam was in it's the, was here, here in florida um discovery zone no discovery zone's a thing like yeah that, but i think that's like a very similar although they didn't have no. video games and stuff discovery zone was more of like the playpen action of that, like the playpen piece of that, of like I actually don't know what there's Discovery a, Zone. Is. Yeah, there's like a ball pit. It's like a whole big thing, and there's like slides. I think it's like the big. I know Chuck E. Cheese, Chuck E. Cheese has a little bit of that, but I know Discovery Zone had like that was like all I, I think like the whole thing was that. Um, yeah, so I have no, unfortunately I have no experience with Chuck E. Cheese. I just know that I know. Uh, back to my brother-in-law, I know he continues to this day to go for his birthday every year, and he's like uh, thirty-eight. <laughs> they go every year and uh do you know that they have to like number they like give parents like you have like numbers when you walk in and then they they are supposed to like check your numbers when you're exiting to make sure that like your numbers correspond with your children children's numbers wow yeah so that nobody like walks out with a kid yeah wow that's crazy i'm telling you Chuck E. cheese is like there's like a seedy underbelly of that whole world it's not that much of an underbelly i think it's just the, the, well, like, the cause, top cause, of it because people could hide in the tunnels I never even thought And, like, wait for a kid and then, like, come down the side with the kid and be like, bye, it's mine. This is my child now. I got it. Ugh, who's stealing a child anyway? No thanks. Too much work. Perverts. Yeah. Well, it's too much work. I'm like, ugh. Well, I don't think they do a lot of, like, the work part of it. I think they just, like, keep them for whatever. Yeah, and then just give them a sandwich. Give them a sandwich and that'll be that. Um... Yeah, so so just the Chuck E. Cheese, TJ Fridays, Maurice the Pants Man. I got none of that. I didn't get it to do any of that. And again, it, sad. you are lucky. I don't know. I wish I just had some of those stories growing up where when I was a paper boy. And oh, I did. I was a you paper, were a paper girl. boy. Yeah, I wasn't so great at it. Doesn't sound like it. What year was? Because you're like self-employed when you when you're a paper paper yeah, girl. That's like, too. It's too early for you to do that. Yeah. Did you, have, like, did you have like a bike and a route? Yep, I had a bike. I had a bag on my front. You have to like, but they deliver you the papers. In, like, a huge stack. Yeah. So you had to, like, Roll them, get get, get them. them in your thing and situate them how you want. This is also back in the day where you would literally, when you deliver the paper, you'd walk up to people's front doors and you'd open, like, the front and you'd throw it in. Like, you'd throw it in their front door. You mean, like, between the screen door and the front? Yeah. You don't mean, like, you'd open up their front door and throw it into their home? No, sometimes if the sc- if their front door was open, because this was back in the day where, like, people just didn't care, and it was yeah. also in a tiny neighborhood, like, where everyone knew each other. So you'd throw it into their home? Yeah, you'd, like, throw it in. Like, if their front door was open, and the- you just open the screen, throw it in, be like, your paper's here. And into then- their home, like, into the living room? Yeah, or, like, their foyer. 
And they would also have to leave your money, like your tip envelope. So, like, sometimes you would have to, like, open the door anyways and your tip envelope would be, like, taped to their door. So you could take your tip. Every time you get a tip? No, no, no. It'd be, like, weekly. Wow. They, are, you're not making this up. No, this is my paper. How old Middle you? News. Oh I, I, I mean, I was probably, like, it wasn't. It wasn't the Paw Street Journal? <laughs> no. That wasn't that wasn't that a door-to-door. Door. Right to your home room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right to your home room. Right, right to your, your hands. Right yeah. to your greasy right little teenage fingers. Greasy bubblegum-covered hands. Um... Yeah, I never got any of those, and that just that just makes me sad. But uh, look, you could, maybe you could go get a job like that now. Perfect. I'm gonna here I go. Um, as we close on up, you know, we close it every week with the teen scene or the teen steam. Emily, I I feel like we're already gaining a lot of momentum with that. I will tell you, I have talked to a handful of people. Someone on our Twitter, M and M Show on Twitter, tweeted me and said that something we did was green beans. So shout out to Justin Rogers. He said, uh, talking about uh, how I write off large swaths of the country, including Alabama, he said it was pretty green beans. Uh, people have been saying it, and it's... You heard one person say it, and they're probably trying to, like, ham up to you because they know how unemotional you are. They're trying to get to you. Trying to get in my heart? Well, with, your, with a bit. Well, they wouldn't need to try, because it's so easy, because I have such an open heart. And people, it's sweeping the nation. Welcome so much, and uh, green beans are really sweeping the nation. Anyway, oh, some of my catchphrases are sweeping the nation, too. Like what? What are Hi, yours? I'm Emily. Everyone's saying it. <laughs> Wait, just the hi, I'm Emily part, or the hi, I'm Emily, everyone's saying it? Is that the whole thing? No, they just, just say the hi, hi, I'm Emily. Emily. Okay. Um, well, once again, a big shout-out and a big thank you to Addison, um, our Hannah Montana expert last week, uh, really facing off against Emily. My favorite thing that she said to us was that if we wanted to be hip to the teens, and we were going to decorate a room. Mm-hmm. We need to not light, do too much Light on the target. Yeah, light on the target. Heavy on Urban Outfitters. Yes. Good yes. to know. Good. It's very she, good to just, know. She said it should be very organized. Which, I, I think, all good things. So, getting back into the teen scene, or into the teen steam, uh, Emily, do you want to sing our teen steam theme song? New teen steam. Gotta let it out. Gotta let it out. So we are back in the teen steam today. Um, we did a quiz last week, so this week I want to dive into some embarrassing stories that I found on the internet. I love embarrassing stories. I know you do. These stories come from the website that we all are aware of, the number four, TNZ.com. That's four teens. Oh.com. When you said TNZ, I was like, oh, this must be a teen version of TMZ. No. It's 14s.com. So obviously... 14s by teens? 14s by teens. uh, 14s.com. The 31-year-old woman that was on it, me, today, uh, was looking at it. So not always for the number 14s. No, maybe they they, they probably don't want to discriminate. So these... uh, What I love about these stories is that on the bottom they have... Thumbs up and a thumbs down. The thumbs up says, hilarious, exclamation point. Oh, okay. And then there's a parenthesis of how many it got. Oh, okay. And then there's a thumbs down that just says, not funny, period. Oh. <laughs> and a parenthesis about what it, whether, how many voted for that. Okay. Here we go. Okay. First one is called Fishy Gulper. I can't even imagine what that could be. Guess guess what it is first. Okay, I bet you it's, um... um a girl goes to a seafood restaurant for the first time, and her fish is still alive, and she eats it. That's all I have. I can't. I can't imagine because the other pretty good. Like, the other good. idea I had for fishy gulper is too filthy and disgusting for me. Yes, don't do that. Fishy gulper. One day when I was in the fifth grade, we were doing silent reading, which, by the way, is inexplicably capitalized. 
The classroom was so silent that you could hear the sound of somebody breathing. I got super thirsty, so I grabbed my water bottle, and sometimes I gulp really loud without noticing. So I'm gulping down my fresh cold water and heard myself gulping, but I didn't think about how loud it sounded. My friend Serena, bullshit name, who sat in front of me had widened her eyes every time I gulped. So I stopped gulping, looked around and said, what? And everybody laughed at me and Serena said, you gulped like a fish and really started laughing along with the rest of my class. I was called fish the entire day. Talk about a fishy day. That better be under not funny. Hilarious. 408. How many not funnies? 419. So barely squeaking out of not funny. That is so... They called her fish the rest of the day. Do I... fish even gulp? That story is shit. Do they, do they even gulp? Did that girl even like run that by her mother before she mailed it off to 14s? 14s. If I was her mother, I'd be like, honey, this story... I don't know if you know what funny is. And then I'd show her like 10 episodes of Carol Burnett. And I'd be like, that's what funny that's is. That's funny. Let's look at how she pulls her hair. <laughs> See okay. how they're cracking up? They're just dying. Okay, so here we go. This one's called Bittersweet Christmas. It was Christmas time, and being jolly old me, I brought candy canes for all my friends. It was fourth period where I sat across the aisle from my crush. It always involves their crush. He suddenly turned to me and asked me for a candy cane. Of course, I would play cool and toss him a cane. Now she's calling him just a cane. <laughs> here, I'll toss you a cane. But being so excited, he accidentally, that he asked me for one, I accidentally threw it right into his face. He got a pink nose from that. From a candy cane? A cane. How dare you? He got a pink nose. Who? Also, that's not a phrase. Maybe she actually threw a cane at him. Yeah. He got a pink nose from that right in time for Christmas. Talk about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Fuck I'm her. starting to think that everyone... Is Thinks right they're a the goddamn comedian? Because the last one said, talk about a fishy day. Maybe it's all the same girl just having these, these how many, embarrassing How many stories. hilarious did that get? Okay, that got, ooh, 587 hilariouses. God, kids are dying inside. And not funny was 107. What's going on? Opposite. 14s, 14s, opposite. You got it wrong. It 597 not funny. Sorry. All right, here we go. So... My crush likes to do things. God, my crush. Always my crush. My crush likes to do daring things. Like jump Shh. off a cliff into a lake. No. No, he doesn't. Or bite into ice cream. Stuff like that. Wait, okay, they just equated the two things, things that he does that are Jumping daring. off of a cliff and biting ice cream. I can't. Go on. <laughs> What's her name? There's her name. Jerry. Jerry. Go on. So he likes to bite ice cream. What a what a maniac! He, he's wild. I she, hope I hope he gets his TV show soon. She better be careful. She can't introduce him to her parents. He's a regular. What, who's the evil Knievel? Oh, I almost said Red Roger. That's nothing. Red Roger is a thing. Isn't Red it? Roger is not a thing. There's Red Robin. What's the gun in the Christmas story? Red Robin. Red Rider. Red Rider. Red Rider. 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 Right. Anyway, he likes to jump off cliffs and bite into ice cream. Quote. Uh, parentheses, stuff like that. One time... Oh, you know, stuff like that. You know, vast... Uh, yeah. Go on. One time, we were hanging out, and he dared me to try to catch a bee. Oh, what a terrible... Catch a bee? I agreed and thought to myself, perfect, this is my chance to impress him. I went outside and chased a bee, and ultimately caught it. But what I didn't realize was that the bee was right next to its hive, and hundreds of angry bees started chasing me. I made it inside with only two stings, but I am petrified of bees now, and I totally blew it with my crush. She caught the bee. Okay, first of all, 
If you like a dude that dares you to catch a bee, you're an asshole. Who's daring so someone is he. to catch Shut a bee? Shut up. How many likes did this get? 412. How many not likes? 145. Kids, guys, the world is going to hell in a handbasket. 412 people said, hilarious, thumbs up, exclamation point. By the way, hilarious, not just funny. This reminds me of a story when I lost my mood ring in the woods and my friend Thomas J. Was he your crush? He was played by Macaulay Culkin. He ran into the woods to get my mood ring and then was attacked by bees and ultimately met his fate. Is this a movie? It's called My Girl. I was Veda Saltonpuss in that story. Is she? Is that Anna Klumski? Who's now on Veep and she's great. Oh. You don't know anything about Thomas J? Thomas J doesn't ring a bell for you? I don't know what you're talking about. Thomas J was her best friend. <sighs> is it a movie that My Girl? Is it Veda Saltonpuss. My car, Veda I'm Salton. talking about. Shout out to my car. Veda Saltonfuss. Saltonfuss? So, Saltonfuss. Saltonfuss? Saltonfuss. And her dad was a funeral man. <laughs> he was a, a funeral director. He did the makeup for her funeral for bodies. And they, Who like, played him? Paul Reiser? No, that was Bye Bye Love. Dan Aykroyd. Bye oh. Bye Love. Also a great movie. I auditioned for Bye Bye Love. That's amazing. Did you get it? No. Damn it. Uh, that really pretty girl did. What's her name? Eliza Dushku. She's beautiful. Yeah. To be fair. Well, I didn't. I wasn't pretty enough. But you did get that role and bring it on. Wait, no. That was Eliza Dushku again. <laughs> I, I auditioned for every Eliza Dushku role. Yeah. I didn't yeah, get yeah. any of You were so good in Buffy, though. <sighs> I'm glad that I didn't get those roles, though, so that Eliza Dushku can make a splash on the scene like she has. Because everybody, she she's on the tip of everybody's tongue. That's also strange that... The tea of everybody's tea. That's a, that's the second time uh, Macaulay Culkin has come up for me in the past two days. Me and somebody I was working with, we are talking about him because that song was the Michael Jackson song. Uh, Black or white. Yeah. He's in the video and he does yep. a rap. Yep. What's going on? Direction. The games of the nation. Yeah. It's not about faces. Just faces. Wasted. I'm not going to scream about being a color. Tell me you agree me. It's not a and look in my eye. So yeah, but, <laughs> but we talked about Macaulay Culkin because we said what happened to him, and she said I've actually seen him, quote unquote, DJ at bars in New York, but he doesn't DJ; he just plays a playlist on his like laptop. Cool DJ. Um, wow, that's uh that that closes out the team steam for us. Team Te- steam. <laughs> teen steam. Hey, teen steam. Gotta let it out. Gotta let it out. So that closes up the teen steam for us today. Um, thank you. Welcome so much. Thank you all for being here today and listening and hanging out. Um, once again, folks, the big, big thing, excitement this week is June 2nd, 10, 15 p.m. Buy tickets now. Sack.com. Amanda and Emily. You can uh, get tickets there. Uh, Amanda and Emily, we're having a show. Uh, we just put out a new advertisement on our Facebook, a new video. Check it out. Um, we're really looking forward to being there. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we will release the topic for what we'll be talking about later in the week, so you can come in with your stories prepared. Come ready prepared, to go. yeah. Come prepared. We can't wait to talk to you, give you advice, talk to you live about your stories. Um, and what's exciting about the show is that we will also have our good friend Anthony Riley will be on the keys, so uh, we will be making up musicals about musical scenes and songs about your woes, uh, and we're really looking forward to it. So if you've only heard the podcast or you're only familiar with the podcast, definitely check out our live show if you live in the Orlando come area. Come join us. It's a party. We really like to have fun, and we really like to see everybody personally it's really exactly nice it's really really fun for us for sure also definitely go to our instagram it's amanda underscore emily underscore show dot no there's no dot there's it's no just dot instagram dot com just under instagram backslash uh, 
photos. Because there's constantly uh, content being updated there, too. Sure. Also involves stuff from you guys as well. Yep. Um, and then also, of course, our Facebook page, which is uh, facebook.com slash Amanda and Emily. Go ahead, give us a like over there, follow, uh, so that you can get updates, content, um, all sorts of shout-outs and funny updates and all sorts of things. And also, if you've uh, subscribed to us on iTunes, please leave us a review. Uh, we always like to hear feedback and hear what people think. Yeah. Um, and maybe we might even... Uh, if we get a review from you, we might give you some ticket Free tickets to our shows. So. so we would love that. There's been some really hilarious ones and really wonderful ones and just really nice things that people have said. So thank you. Uh, we love to hear that feedback. And the more reviews we get, the more uh, uh, visibility we get on iTunes, uh, which is huge for us because we want to be able to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you could review, rate, subscribe, all that stuff, we really appreciate it. Uh, Emily, anything else? You all good? I think that's it. That's it. Wonderful. Well, once again, thank you all so much for uh, listening today, and we will see you soon. Yeah, love you in it. Bye. Bye. That was Amanda and Emily. It was a show about nothing at all. 